You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Travelling Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimke. Morena Kirsten, how are you this morning? Oh, hello Kirsten. We might have lost her before we've even started. Oh. Let's play another song and we will get her back uh, so we can talk about vibraphones and other mallet instruments. Let's have a little bit of UMO in the meantime. Oh, everything's going alright. We're going to have a bit of UMO in the meantime and we're going to save the violent femmes up for when we talk about... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, everyone. We're going to be talking about that shortly. Get excited. Take two. Travelling Tunes with Dr. Kirsten Zimke. Morena Kirsten. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm excited. 
lovely, lovely sunny day. Just kidding, it's not. Yeah, it's looking pretty grey and horrible out there. But I'm quite excited to talk about uh, xylophones and vibraphones and marimbas and various other mallet-based instruments this morning. Yeah, well, they're actually all idiophones. Um, So an idiophone is an instrument where it's the instrument that makes the sound as opposed to like a skin and a skin drum Mm -hmm. or a stringed instrument where it's the string so um you know anything sort of solid that that's what what's making the noise and Mm. so um and what's funny is is so these instruments are used a lot in classical music uh marching bands um latin and especially jazz but it's kind of unusual in pop and then these are all kind of Indian sort of Rocky pop, which we would think would be even less likely. Yeah, I'm fascinated by this. We're also going for a very 80s vibe this morning. I'm going to hit the first track. And you know, I'd never thought about this being... Is this... What is this one? A xylophone or a marimba? This is a marimba. A marimba. So this is the Psychedelic Furs, 1982. Yeah, and you wouldn't think sort of post-punk kind of darkish sort of music would have this punky punky um marimba it's so funny because i've listened to this song so many times and i've never really thought about the fact that it's a marimba in it because it it sounds great but it's not really an instrument you'd yeah necessarily expect in there yeah that's right it doesn't go with this sort of art rock new wave sort of genre and um Fun fact, the marimba on this track is played by Todd Rundgren, their producer, and he's no a really big producer that produces a lot of bands. Yeah, he's playing them. That's so cool. This is one of those instruments that, like, when you're at, you know, school and the school orchestra... I was going to say, it reminds me of childhood, early budding music careers on the xylophone. Oh, absolutely. But there's a point at which it's like, anyone can play the xylophone, and then it's like, not everyone can play the xylophone <laughs> well, though. <laughs> That's right, and to get it to fit into a song like this... Yeah, totally. So, so these instruments, that, sometimes they're called keyboard percussion or uh, pitched percussion, because they're laid out like a piano. Yeah that you have the, what, what are the white notes on the piano laid out in a row, and above them you have what would be the black notes on the piano in the same sort of space. So anyone with a little bit of piano lessons can try to sort of plunk away. Diet piano. Diet piano. <laughs> but imagine if this song didn't have it, it would be a completely different song. Yeah. It really drives them yeah. along, eh? And I do think sometimes they sound, they can sound like bones, you know, like on sort of scary blunk, blunk, blunk. Especially even, the marimba with that wooden, yeah. the wooden quality, yeah. Even on this, it doesn't sound like that, you know? Someone wants to know if a gong fits into this category of, of uh, what's the word for it again, Kirsten? Well, it's an idiophone, yes. A an gong idiophone. is an idiophone. Okay. Um, but it's not one of these kind of pitched percussions. But yes, it's played with a mallet. Nice. So this marimba, marimba, as you said, yeah, they're wooden. So it's wooden blocks. But underneath they have pipes. Oh, Which wow. is why you get that kind of depth of tone than more than just a wooden block. And, um, yeah, I should have looked up better how they have these in marching bands. They said they're in the front line of marching bands. I feel like... I don't, don't they, yeah, I don't know they, if they're on wheels or... Don't they, don't they usually wear them? Like a, they have a harness with it on? 
Well, the glockenspiel and the xylophone, yeah, because they're sort of smaller. Oh, because the marimba's really big. Marimba's yeah. this big thing sort of laid out in front of you with the pipes underneath. I'm imagining like a, a Segway, but with a marimba on the front and someone just oh, good zooming <laughs> along on their Segway with the marimba. Yes. Someone says, when, when I was a child living in Papua New Guinea, there was a common instrument called thong-a-thong, which was a different lens of PVC pipe hit with a jandal. Very uh, scratch orchestra vibes there. Does this, yes. count? Does this count in this world? Yes, it's an idiophone, and those sound beautiful because of that pipe. You get that depth, and that's why the marimba sound good. I've never seen that happen, but I can hear it in my brain. Yeah, totally. Just a bit of Peter Gabriel, why not, on a Friday morning. <laughs> Oh, there we go. Oh, this is quite a complex rhythm. Very layered in this track. But it's just doing this repeated pattern. Yeah. And so Peter Gabriel was, he had left Genesis and he was going solo and his music just went through a lot of different explorations and iterations and he did get further into like African musics. Um, and experimenting. And on this song, Phil Collins is playing the drums, Kate Bush is on it. What? Uh, Robert Fripp, yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. He's, um... Talk about a now, super group. Yeah. And now here's the weird thing, though, too. Apparently, in creating this new sound, for some reason, he wanted no cymbals. No cymbals. And so <laughs> I read, the, you know, all the things I was reading about this was going, for a drummer, that's like only using one arm if you can't use your cymbals. <laughs> um, but so I guess they feel, which is why this song sounds so amazing, or innovative, is that it has no cymbals and it has this marimba instead. Is that Kate in the backing vocals there? Must be, because she's on the song. This is one of their earlier times working together. It's interesting that these songs are all, you know, from... This is 1980. The yeah. Psychedelic Furs is 82, I think. It is weird that they all ended up in the same time zone. But I think that there's something about these sounds that, that does have a very 1980s like vibe to me maybe there was quite a bit of this in pop music at the time sort of like something about a compliments synthesizer sounds that were maybe being used well yeah it was just before synthesizers could do everything yeah right and so after you know by mid 80s synthesizers could do anything and they they do every synthesizer every organ will have the xylophone and the marimba sound um, so people were still playing it themselves and doing a bit more experimentation. And I think these people did come out of scenes like Prague and yeah. punk where they were just trying to sort of go outside the box. Orchestra nerds let loose. True. If uh, anyone wants to go have a crack at uh, their own mallet instrument today, apparently the new playground in Teatatu Peninsula has a xylophone, according to the text oh. out there. Now... Marimba players will sometimes hold more than a couple mallets in each hand wow. so that they can either play faster oh, sort yes. of little yeah. ri riffs or chords. Street after street, night after night. I will go to the and the um, mallets 
can be made of different things. They can have, you know, rubber. Um, some people use soft yarn. Obviously, skin in the olden days. Not humans, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Animal, 